The recent controversial decisions from the Supreme Court are a reminder of the effect that Trump has had and continues to have on the court and the country and on culture. We're going to discuss these controversial decisions from the Supreme Court. We're going to discuss what we think these decisions mean for the country and culture and the election coming up. Then we're going to discuss the polls right now and how Ron DeSantis is doing in the polls and how a lot of people are thinking that it may be over before it even starts for Ron DeSantis. We're going to get into that. And then we're going to give our commentary and analysis on something that seems to be coming more mainstream by the day, cuckoldry. And it all stems from something that took place on the No Jumper podcast with Adam22. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, Go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you know anybody that would be interested in the vast array of topics that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. It costs you nothing to hit that share button, that send button, share it with a friend, share it with some family, share it with your coworkers, something to talk about at work, Hanging With Abe's podcast, all podcast platforms. So the Supreme Court, uh, Trump lives even when he's not in office. He lives, Trump dominates even when he's not in office he dominates um it is very safe to say with i would say a hundred percent certainty that if trump did not have his three supreme court picks while he was in office these decisions that just took place would not have panned out the way that they panned out in pre-production, you were talking about why do people look at it the way that they look at it. And for people that don't know, the three decisions that we are talking about is one that involved um, uh, somebody that would not create, a, a web designer that, that before religious reasons did not want to create a website involving LGBTQ material. Another one was affirmative action cannot be part of the process for selecting people for universities. And another one was Biden's <coughs> student loan forgiveness plan is not going to go through. All great decisions. And why do you think that? Uh, on the same sex 
uh, marriage thing um, as an individual. And I think that that's what we were talking about, what I was telling you, how I felt about it. Um, that's fine. That actually creates a market for a person that can. So where this person is is missing out on on um, some cash flow or some business, someone else can pick up on that. So while still the the person that 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 didn't do it for religious uh, reasons, they still you know were heard and they were they weren't penalized for whatever their beliefs are. So I think it's a win win really. Now what do you say to Van Jones who? in his analysis says that this opens the door for discrimination no not at all like i think that what we were talking about i think maybe even last episode the reason there's a rumble is there's a there's a youtube and youtube got on their fuckery and it and they started canceling people started giving people strikes that that created a a market outside of outside of there and now we have a lot of content creators that cannot be canceled because of Rumble. Um, Facebook banning uh, people left and right, and then Elon Musk bought Twitter, and now Twitter is the beacon of free speech. Like, here we will let you and allow you to talk about whatever it is that you feel like and have your argument. Um, and so to me, <clears throat> it's not about uh, discrimination like if you feel discriminated then create a platform that's that's where you have control over stuff and so we're seeing now um, or Spotify not not banning uh, Joe Rogan even though they're kind of they're halfway with it they, they've never they took Joe Rogan knowing that there was a lot of controversy and have still remained by his side ergo they still have uh, taken some episodes out and, and still limited certain things on his show. But but now they're in a position, I feel, yeah. I feel like now they're in a position where it doesn't behoove them to do that exactly. because can he go to Twitter? Can he go to Rumble? So now it's just like, all right, well, we have to play the game with recognizing that there's competition now yeah and that's the best thing but obviously there's a lot of people that don't like it because there's a lot of people that are mad that the episode with joe rogan and and robert f kennedy jr wasn't pulled They're yeah. like, oh it's misinformation people are going to be harmed this this and that yeah all the same people that were saying all the bs about <coughs> masks about the jab about the virus and have been wrong every step of the way will continue to be wrong and they're wrong about this particular instance but they'll never admit that they're wrong so they're going to keep saying what they say yeah and they're mad because all their bitching moaning and complaining is it it it, it it didn't even like really reverberate much because spotify was like instantaneously no we're not doing that that's yeah. it and and i feel like that's how cancel culture should have always been treated yeah like no we're not doing yeah. that like but now they have to do it like that because the market dictates the market dictates that like all right well this motherfucker could leave he yeah. could leave or you know he could go elsewhere or or there's already a lot of other similar content where people might be like man fuck, i'm not gonna pay for spotify no yeah. more. i'm gonna watch this <clears throat> other guy 
on Rumble, you know, where he won't get banned or or he won't have his episodes pulled. Yeah. There's certain there's certain uh stuff I only watch on Rumble even if it's available on YouTube now. And so that's a view that YouTube does not have. YouTube created this monster. And so it is what it is. In the same way that again, first first things first, the person has their religious rights and they're their own individual. So they should be able to choose in their business what loss they are willing to incur due to their religious beliefs. And on the other hand, it's like, well, that's fine. Obviously, now you're creating uh, a market in which you're not going to be a part of. Right. And that's fine. That, to me, that's like a 50-50. That's not like a overwhelmingly to the religious Christian lady that I didn't want to do. No, that's that's to me, that's fair. As fair as it gets. Um, the second one, the second decision was... Uh, the affirmative action. Oh, yeah, the affirmative action. Um, and the student loan forgiveness. Yeah, and so the affirmative action, I mean, if you do your homework on it, uh, there was those Asians that were that were actually harmed by by uh, this. Because, it harms blacks yeah. too. Yeah, it harms, it harms them too. too. Like like what what did Thomas Sowell say in uh, Wolf Poverty and Politics? It creates. I, I I don't it just I I don't know the exact terminology that he uses, but it's something to the degree of like false failures because it's just like you went to Harvard, but you're not qualified. To be. Right. Yeah. Whereas had you went to a a, a school lower on the echelon, you would have went further faster. And then maybe eventually been able to catch up with a Harvard person, whereas you're going to Harvard, you're not qualified to go to Harvard, and now you have like this false sense of failure when it, it would literally it's the literal literal equivalent if like you woke up tomorrow and somebody was like, Hey, I need you to do this brain surgery. And you're like, um, yeah, I don't know how. Yeah. It's like But you're in Harvard for brain surgery. Yeah, but affirmative action. Right. And then oh. versus had you went to another school, maybe you wouldn't be a brain surgeon, but you'd be a, some type of doctor. Yes. You're still yeah. doing very well. It's it's that whole thing. So it, 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 there's statistics that show that it has harmed blacks. Also, it goes against everything that this country should stand for in terms of merit, like being yeah, merit merit, yeah. Like, and that's the other thing that I agree with when it comes to the whole student loan forgiveness that Biden, which we kind of knew that it wasn't going to happen because I've been saying this for a while now. I've been posting about it on Twitter for a while. I've, I've made other posts about it. I feel like the government is never going to to forgive student loans, one, because they make money off of it. And that's the other thing. If they really like if there was something that they really wanted to give people a way out of, why can't you declare that on bankruptcy? Like that's the one thing that like if a person, even if a person declares bankruptcy, they still got to pay that shit back. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, why did they make it like that? They made it like that because like there is no escape. Yeah. And they, and, and not only that, but that's like a golden ticket. I mean, people are obviously dumb, but that's like a golden ticket to give votes every time. Just keep yes. promising that you're going to get rid of it. It's just like, so why would you get rid of it yeah. when this is your golden ticket? It's, it's like, it's like if there's like, if my constituency is hungry, 
And I, the only reason they vote for me, yeah. or one of the big reasons they vote for me, is because I make the promise that they're going to be fed. Well, I'm not going to feed them. Yeah. I'm going to keep them hungry because they keep. Because you got to remember that these politicians, especially the ones on the left, they're not. They're not altruistic. They're self-serving. Yes. Yeah. So. So yeah, we're gonna. So they're gonna give you the song and dance of, oh, this is a travesty. How could the court do this? Yeah. But you knew this was gonna. You knew how this was gonna. This is how it was gonna play out. Yeah, and like until you realize that, like you know who who's actually doing a tour. I think about about like the the Dems. Uh, he's calling it the "fuck the gatekeepers" tour. Is uh, Ice Cube? Oh shit, that's and he, interesting. And he was saying he's like, yeah, because like we voted. It's like it's a for sure thing that every time we vote, we vote Democrats, nothing changes. He's, so he's like, uh, for the for my uh, contract to black America like they, they said that oh we're so interested in it man like this is so good and, and they like, never I haven't met heard. with him yeah, yeah. they didn't meet Trump with me did. and they haven't met with me yet because this was an interview like that happened a few days ago yeah they don't yeah they don't why give a vote. like they're self-serving and they still get the vote like how great yeah. is that <laughs> and so it's a- like like if you were in their position like how great is that like yeah these motherfuckers they're gonna vote for us regardless we could like literally do nothing for them and yeah. like they're gonna vote for us. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like anybody <coughs> that you can lead on, right? Like you're just gonna keep because they keep coming back. So, so if you're on year 25 and you keep telling this girl <laughs> we're gonna get married, but but I, we can't be boyfriend and girlfriend, and like she just keeps coming back for 25 years, what are you mad at? You came back 25 years and you have nothing to show for it because dude was never gonna get married with you. So. Well, what do you want? What do you want? Like, at, at what point, as a person with self-respect, do you not like realize? Oh, perhaps either we sit out this election, perhaps we vote for the other team this election. See well, how it goes. Well, like Donnie T said when he was running in 2016, what do you have to lose? Yeah, nothing. You have nothing to lose. Like to to try the other side. At bare minimum, just don't vote. Like if I don't, if I really felt like okay this side sucks they haven't done shit and you know what I don't really trust the other side then don't vote you're better off not voting than to vote for trash the trash you've been getting you know but 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 like you said Trump said you have nothing to lose you could try it this way and see how it goes and um, that's up that's up to the to to the people what what they decide but it's like. You, you gotta you gotta see the results and you have to like the the beautiful thing about it being a human being now is uh which really for for a long time but specifically now in the 21st century is you have so many forms of and and, and ways of finding out like the history of shit so you know that 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 in the sixties, all these laws passed to help all this right civil the the, the civil rights uh, movement era, from then until now, just do your homework. Like what happened? Did it help? Did it not? What happened? And so th- this is stuff that's accessible in our hands. Like right now, I'm holding the phone. Is like I could really like just look it up, look up the what what was it all about? 
Like th- we're kind of in an unprecedented time where we could literally we have information in our hands. Yeah. We always have had information, but not in the palm of our hands. And I feel that now more than ever, a lot of the public is just stupid. Like that we just don't like. You're you're on TikTok, you're on uh, Instagram stories, you're on YouTube watching some stupid shit. So you have the best tool that you can have and use it for absolutely nothing to fucking get on Facebook and talk about some dumb shit. Like, n- no- nothing of, 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 of for you to better your life, nothing for you to be productive, nothing for you to teach yourself, but, like, this TikTok trend, uh, I'm all about it. I'm all about this TikTok trend. And so it's sad, but that's that, that's how it is. And so going back to the, to the affirmative action uh, decision, that's the right decision. Again, that's the right decision. Because it should be merit-based to when you get yourself in, in, into these colleges. Um, and, and I'm not going to pretend here and, and say that a lot of these rich motherfuckers don't really pay their way to that shit. But at the end of the day, I don't focus on shit like that. I focus on, well, are you good enough or are you not? Because there is like a selection in, in the way that, that, that uh, they test people. And you have to you have to be exceptional to get into these schools, um, and let's be honest, like these kids that that would have gotten in with daddy's dollars, they really don't even need it because daddy's that da- daddy already had it had them taken care of. So to me, that that that's wasn't uh, a good decision based off of again, you, are you good enough or are you not? You're doing yourself a disservice if you're not good enough. You know, like. Anything and, that you do, and a disservice to the people that are good enough that you take up a spot. Yes, f- from them. That and then like like imagine imagine, just in life if it was like that. Like I was, like, I think I, I think I could beat Mike Tyson. What do you think, Twiz? And like, and you're just like, yeah, no, you can. I, I think you can. You're lying to me. You're lying because I haven't even had one boxing match. So you're literally going to let me walk into this ring and and proceed to getting destroyed? Or are you going to be realistic and be like, nah, I think you should probably, you know, have some sparring sessions, get your first fight in, yeah. second, third, fourth, and then and then maybe we could go from there. Like, th- that's what affirmative action was to me is like, oh, just because, just because you're of a certain race. That's never the right decision. So, something about these three controversial decisions that I find is a contrast to the Roe versus Wade being overturned is like there was like way more outcry for the Roe versus Wade being overturned than these ones. So I, like that's crazy to me that like <coughs> women are more passionate about like being able to kill their children <laughs> than than these other things. Yeah. And they said Sad. I don't know how true it is. I haven't seen a lot of data on this, but they say that, you know, the Roe versus Wade being overturned did have an effect on the midterms. How much of an effect do you think these decisions could have? going towards the 2024 election because it, it will i don't think it'll have any any effect on the primaries because the democrats are going to vote for democrats and the republicans are going to vote for republicans but what did what kind of uh uh impact could it have for the general election if any do you think i i don't think much to be honest and i i'm gonna be i feel like 
for a while now, the the energy for when it comes to midterms and voting is starting to dwindle mm-hmm. to like what it used to be because like it became this mainstream thing. Politics became so mainstream that we forgot that like most people didn't really give a fuck about that shit. A lot of people did, not most people. Mm-hmm. You know, like like if, if if you look at the numbers of of how many people uh, have been voting since or, or up until uh, Trump came into into existence in, in, in the political realm nobody really ever gave a fuck and so I think that the culture that ensued when Trump got in office it, it it's like it made a cultural impact because like just from the, the, the anti-woke rhetoric that you're getting to the red pill community that you're getting, a lot of this stuff came after Trump. It was yeah, it was there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely he was definitely the catalyst for it. Yeah, and so culturally, like we're starting to see the effects of Donald Trump on the Supreme Court. We're seeing the effects which these are going to be long lasting yeah, effects. It, it, it's like like how Jordan Peterson says like we're now starting to see the effects of birth control, like the yeah. divorce rate, the the because the divorce rate and then also the marriage rates because like women before it was like all right, well, I got to only like I should really open my legs for like a dude that's like kind of decent because the likelihood of me having a child but now women can control that so it's just like oh well i can rock with any dude doesn't matter if he's good or bad or whatever so like you see more interest in like the bad boy stuff um you know the bad boy type of guys because it's just like well i don't have to worry about that because i could control whether he gets me pregnant or not yeah then you see like a lot of like the good wholesome guys they're single because it's just like they can't the dream that they were sold by the movies by the media in some cases by their parents they find out that that's not the reality so it's the same thing it's like these things have long lasting effects and like you don't really see the full effect until like many years later yeah yeah i mean think about it you you're like <laughs> this is already mid a, a, a presidency for Biden and you're seeing this starting to happen and so um, and, and and we have to understand too like we're, we're in our 30s like the people that watch all these YouTube shows I would beg to say they're younger than us and they're consuming this and even if they don't agree with, with some of the themes which I would I would say that at the very least they're very interested because like YouTube has changed drastically. Yeah. From 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 2016 to now. Um the red pill community is a big community. Um there's a lot of trash. I'll say there's there, there's trash or there's like laziness that you see, but but nonetheless there's still questions and conversations being had that weren't being had before. You'd have to think that this information is enlightening young people. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, well, if I get married, this happens. Or, oh, well, 
this is what women are about nowadays or this is what men are about you're at least being exposed to, to it like from and and that exposure you get from all sides of the political spectrum you because I was actually watching yesterday I was watching a video from Hammerhand and he was talking about Brett Cooper. It's funny. I really like his videos where like he kind of like gets at the Daily Wire people because, you know, they're they're trad cuckery. And, like yeah. it really does know no bounds. And, uh, <laughs> and and he did one in this particular case of Brett Cooper, who she was basically like. She was basically deriding like young men for like you know not being what women want them to be you know it's like oh well these guys like they don't want to have like great jobs and they live with their parents and they don't do this and they don't do that and all of that and it's badass because every time she makes a point or she thinks she's making a point in his commentary he says he's like look at how everything that she has a problem with it's all self-serving. It's oh, men don't men don't do this, and they should do it for the betterment of their self. It's men don't do this. How is that going to affect women? Men don't do this. How is that going to affect women? Yeah. So it's funny because like you're starting to see like the strong and empowered women, or or that movement. They're complaining like oh well, where are the men? Like why is it why? But like. Yeah. But no, this is this is what happens because now, like you said, in the red pill content, YouTube has changed drastically. This information is more ubiquitous. What you start to realize is, oh, well, men wake up, they look at that, they're they're waking up and they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to play this game. This is game. Whether when they stop playing the game, they like go like the hustle the hustle route and like man I'm just going to work and grind or whatever or they do the like black pill I'm just going to be at home playing video games or whatever more and more they're they're serving women less and less yeah and it, it's interesting and even with a guy like Hammerhand like he's pointing that out like look at it's not better on the right either like yeah, you know, like yeah. you get all these 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 bimbos that like go on on these uh, on on these panel podcasts, and a lot of times they're to the left. I would say the majority of the times they're to the left, or at least they they come off as like they're leftists because yeah. they they talk that that leftist nonsense. Oh, strong and empowered women, abortion, my body, my choice, all of that stuff. But. What your what the the manosphere and the the red pill community is is at least starting to show, and and the more that the trad cons attack them, the more they're gonna they're going to retaliate and attack the trad yeah. cons. You're starting to realize that they point it out to the right as well. Like, listen, yeah. these bitches are no different than these bitches. Just they wear a different mask. Their masks are different, but they want they're the it's the same thing. And I find that I find that very interesting because in his analysis, basically what he concluded is like men or younger men are waking up and they're not playing the game. Yeah. Any which way you put the settings, they're not playing it. Whether you you try to come at them from the 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 trad thought position 
or you yeah. try to come at them from the the just liberal thought position, they're not. This is a game they're not playing. Do you think that it'll ever be like how it used to be, or no, it'll ever? There's ever? no going back. No, you don't you think change so. Change things forever. <laughs> no, like yeah. There's there's no going back. Like I, that's one thing that I vehemently agree with Sandman on when he says that like all these motherfuckers are out here coping that like oh when when the economy collapses and and it's never going back fellas it's never going back (laughs) and that's fine it's not a that's not a that's not a big deal like i mean i guess it's not fine if if you want certain things then i guess it's like maybe it's it you you may be left unfulfilled i was just reading this article the other day i want to it was from a psychology uh, uh, outlet. I, I can't remember which one exactly, but they did a study and they showed that unfulfillment is very much linked to people that that crave and want a partner and a family, like the the yeah. the. And so you see, you you see a lot of people. They want that, but they can't get it. So like the unhappiness and unfulfillment is very much linked to that. Yeah. So I would say that it's very bad for the guys that really do want that. Yeah. But I feel like there's more women that eventually want that. See, I, I feel like women because so much yeah. of their value is front loaded. That like, oh well, I'm young. I have time. I'm living my life. So it's like, it's like they're not even thinking about that. Why worry about dating a nice guy or a good guy? I'm out here with Chad and Tyrone and Glizzy Destruction because I'm young and I'm having fun. <laughs> but once I've been Glizzy destroyed, then yeah. I want to like I settle the, down. the family, the settling or what and, and whatever. But now what you're seeing is men are waking up. Well, they don't want you now. So yeah. now, oh, antidepressants, boxed wine. This and that. And I'm not just saying these things because they're buzzwords. I'm saying these things because there's statistics to back it up that these things are associated. So now, the the thing that in the past, naturally, you basically, once you hit puberty, you basically have to start working on obtaining that. You get to, you get to, to, to defer it to a lot later in life now. Yeah. But what it's you're true. realizing is a lot of people, a lot of women are deferring it too late. Well, because we, also women, they do have a bit of an inflated ego. A bit is uh, an understatement. Um, I've seen videos of where like men, at, like there was a video actually, man, I should share it with you. With this, clearly like fives or less, all of them. Um, and he said, what do you rate yourself? And she's like, oh, I'm an eight. Who do you uh, compare yourself to? Oh, uh, you know, uh, Tiana Taylor, blah, 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 blah. Oh, uh, uh, how about you? Oh, I feel like I'm an eight. I'm like in the Doja Cat, uh, Nicki Minaj realm. They they were not. Um, Way far. This is a different league. Then another one was like, oh, well, what do you rate yourself? Oh, I'm a 10. Well, who would be your comparison to their famous? Oh, Rihanna. I just think she's gorgeous. Which was not a 10. I mean, she was she was definitely the better looking, but still like solid six. Right. Maybe seven, depending on like what you do. Um, 
and then he's like, oh, and how many of you guys have like um, guys that that like are pretty good looking, DMing you, wanting to take you out, but you don't ever give them the time of day. And the, and the, and they all raise their hands like yeah he's like and you guys aren't and, and, and I hate to break it right to you. you think that happens to Rihanna bitch yeah <laughs> you think that <laughs> happens to Nicki Minaj or Doja Cat yeah. <laughs> not at all <laughs> way more than you could think but and that to me that's what was funny because because he's like you guys are not I hate to break it to you guys you guys are far from whatever rating you guys gave yourselves but it's like women really do think that and again maybe because from a younger age everything came easy yeah 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 and, and they'll say oh well you know your, when i'm older value is front loaded yes. like imagine all right imagine your personality if everything you have now you had it from the day you were born right so you have that now but there's more there's more now but wait there's, there's more <laughs> Now, imagine everywhere you go, women are like just always like hitting on you. Yeah. Which that's my everyday life. Yeah. But no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but actually, no. That, and that's the thing about being a man. It's not like that yeah. at all. But imagine. I will say, though, that now in our older age, you saying that we do tend to like. Uh, be in a position where we get to be picky oh well yeah but that's that i'm getting there yeah. um, that's exactly where i'm that's where, where i'm getting but we're in our 30s though i'm yeah. saying imagine from day one it's basically oh like that yeah yeah you. yeah so from day one is basically like that for you get all of this attention and like you have the luxury for like oh i don't, I don't want to talk to this one i don't want to talk to this one i don't talk. like imagine how narcissistic and like how much of an inflated ego you would have just yeah. naturally it would happen because everything just it just came so easy yeah it's just like people that like always had money they don't understand the value of the dollar they don't understand working hard they don't understand what it takes all of these things so that's how those egos develop over time it develops that way versus a man like typically for men their ego develops after like hard work and like a lot of things so like sacrifice right and, and i'm not i'm not saying it's ever okay to have an inflated ego but what i am saying in some cases is more justified than others yes yeah i agree mayweather gets to be cocky because he's mayweather don't make yeah, like don't ever even question why like just look at his accolades as oh well you get to talk shit you know and so jordan yeah, people love the the finger wag and the tongue out and the cockiness, but you're looking at the surface level. You're not looking at the humbleness, the hard work, the dedication, the the shit, the the the, the sacrifice day in and out, the grind day in and out to be who he is. Right. That's what you don't see. You don't see the six in the morning waking up, do this. Uh, work ethic, way better than everyone around you. But but these are all the little things. These are all the little things that, that, that can culminate into like you being uh, uh, a, a better person, a more improved person. And so I feel that as you get older as a man, if you have put your energy on the right stuff and have... And have 
always try to better yourself. Uh, always try better uh, to to better your 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 physical appearance, or at least maintain it. You're gonna you're gonna do well. And what's gonna happen is again, this is where what I'm saying. Like we're at the age where we don't have like we could be picky. Well, we don't. We could be in a relationship. We don't have to be in a relationship. You could see her, or, or you don't have to see her. Like, because you have a lot of priorities anyway. So, like, you don't really need to yeah. be in a relationship. And, and that's what I was going to say that tying back to that article I read about unfulfillment and unhappiness being linked to the yearning for like a partner, um, mm. you know, and a family and all of that stuff. Is like, yeah, I would say that for those people, it's bad. But like for people that think like a little bit beyond that, I actually think that like they're going to be like right at home with yeah. the way society is going because it's just like, well, I feel good. And it's like it almost seems like it's like more advanced almost. Well, well yeah, that. But uh, so I think too, like you don't look at it like from the perspective of uh, you'll be having a conversation with somebody right but because your priorities are so advanced and and, and, and because you should always be like your priorities should be more advanced than even you like oh I need to get to this level I've already hit this level I can't think of this level let me get myself to the next level and so when you think like that when you talk like that that like becomes kind of like um, if someone talks to you they, they feel inspired. Yeah. You know, when you inspire people, they want to be around you. If you inspire a woman, she wants to be around you. Oh, wow. Like, this person, like, she, I haven't met someone like him. And so, with with that being said, it's like, well, is it is it you haven't been around someone like that? Or is it that you just you just focus on, like, the, the bare... Like like the the normies, and yeah. so now you talk to somebody who's like has their shit together. Like, well, and so to me, it's more so like put yourself in a position where you're exceptional, and everything is just gonna kind of fall in place. Because yeah. like like when when I'm around like the uh, the guys in my life like that, that that are on some shit I always feel like I got something to learn like yeah. that's inspirational to me like I don't like I don't want to hear about like uh, war zone yeah. I don't want to hear about like well let's go drinking I, I don't care about that like I I want to grow so like so then if you meet someone that's not, like knows more than you or, or might be better at something it's you're, inspiring yeah, yeah and you want to be oh well let me let me let me pick this person's brain i think that's how women operate too because they look at it from a survival standpoint subconsciously they look at a man that like the sky's the limit and say oh man that's that's a keeper you know what i mean that that's a, that's the way they look at it cuz all in all like the natural course of things whether we like it or not was like Men compliment women in certain ways. Women compliment men in certain ways on a natural basis. So these things still happen in our brains. Like the way our brain works, it's 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 like uh, we're almost automated to think certain things yeah. to survive. So so the reason why it is like we're, we're, we're like guys who have it together in their mid-30s, in their 40s, they they have better options and 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 and, and if they focus on the right things, is because well, 
that you you're like you're rare. Yeah. You know? And so I, I feel a lot of people they look at like the red pill shit. Uh, and, and I say that because I've seen a video with, I want to say it was Ava and Preach, about these two OnlyFans chicks, where like they were on like a fresh and fit. And like all these guys are talking shit in the comment lines. They're talking shit, oh, bitch, like this, all oh, that. Oh, you ain't really shit. You're an OnlyFans thought, blah, blah, blah. But tell me why the subscriptions were like super high for them, for the girls after the show. So it's like there's guys, yeah. There's guys that will talk it, but not really like walk it. So like, there's always going keep to be talking like that sass. Yeah, <laughs> keep talking that sass. Yeah, because like you, ha- you, you're not really about it. Like, yeah, you're gonna be, you're, you're just like, you're, you're, you're a poser. Yeah, yeah, and, and and like those are the guys that fuck up society. Those are the guys, and they outnumber us. Oh yeah, by a long shot. Because they'll even pose. They'll yeah, go, they talk a good game. They're posers. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, I would never. I don't even talk shit about these uh, bitches. Like, if, if you want to have an OnlyFans, I don't care. I don't even know you exist. Yeah. And if I had a conversation with you on a podcast, I'm not going to subscribe to your shit. Like, nah. You might get like, a, oh, well, you know, let right, me take you I'm, out. They're like most of those, when I see them on these, these panel podcasts, they're like, like non-factors to me there it's almost like why are you here yeah like you contribute nothing it's become cliche and trite like having these like type of women but see because you fall into the category of like oh it's a girl i gotta see her but that's it's not it's not right so so and if you are that dude that's fine but why are you talking that stuff you know like why are you talking shit like yeah Yeah. i i 100 agree so yeah so i don't respect that but it, it tells me a lot about human nature, though, and like what men will, men are gonna be men, yeah, and fall under the, because I'm I'm sure what it is is like they just want to see, oh well it's there and I could just pay a certain amount I could see you're naked, yeah, but, but it's like why yeah like I and that to me but if you look at a lot of the guys that consume that content, not every guy but a lot of them, there's a certain time where like you have to like p- make your way through life and not keep asking questions like some of these pe- people that like I-, I don't even consume like i don't watch fresh and fit i just see like certain people comment on that I-, I don't watch all this like red pill content i i there's a certain few select that have like like sandman like yeah i'll go see his shit yeah. But like his shit is like a lot deeper and really like kind of yeah. like off the grid type shit yeah. that people don't even like really listen to like that. Yeah, it's not mainstream at all. Yeah, so so you, you people wouldn't even understand like wh- where we're coming from when it comes to the red pill shit. But a lot of the guys is like, oh, what do I do? Oh, I'm not tall enough. I'm yeah, not tall enough. It's like like baseline, the most rudimentary like. Yeah. Oh God! Like like Lego level shit. Yeah, like like it's it's not hard. Like focus on your shit, focus on your purpose, focus on your physique. Uh, go put bids in. Shut the. F- Why are you watching the show? Go put a bid in. Go talk to the chick. Get denied a million times. Learn some game and, and survive. And that's it. That's really at the end of the, like it doesn't matter how tall you are. 
what what is this like i mean it matters to an extent like like it's like a checklist though yeah like, like it's not the end all be all yeah like when like definitely like the taller i well, i don't maybe not like those super super tall yeah. guys but like the we fall on the t- tall end of the spectrum yeah but like if the taller guys like it definitely like is easier for them but that's because that's because that's something that like women value and there's yes. nothing wrong with that but it's like it's like a bucket it's like all right well let's say the the top part fills the bucket i don't know like like two eighths of the way up all right that's one thing if a guy's not tall it's like all right well maybe like that two eighths you don't have but the other six eighths you could have you having a job this this and that so then some guys are tall they don't have a personality like there's so so yeah personality and humor that goes a long way exactly so that's the thing so what i i agree with what you're trying to convey is that like height is not the only thing yeah but it does play a role because like you do see that like the statistics show that like women like tall guys they don't have to be like nba height but they in most cases they're they're content with somebody taller than them yeah that's because nature in a way is darwinistic exactly exactly so so i understand if they're a shorter guy and like you find yourself like at the height of most women or in some cases shorter then there are other things that like you may have to work on yes because because you don't have that height advantage yeah and that's that's fine um but it's all it's understanding that yeah and that's the thing you know but but it's all of this like oh but when you get like doom and gloom about it like oh i'm not six whatever so like bitches don't want to rock with me well that's the wrong attitude yeah learn how to fucking dance learn how to be charismatic have some game work on your physique and, a little and also bit. learn that life is bigger than that and like why don't you try to have a purpose outside of that as well yeah. because once you that's the other thing that i have found in life that like women are very attracted to is like when you're like a dude that's like man i'm on this i'm on that like it's almost like like damn like this dude you become interesting yeah you know like for instance the most interesting man in the world Think about this since we're on the subject. Every time you see one of those Dosakis commercials, Mobile is usually sitting down. We don't know how tall he is. Yeah. Yeah. But yet he's the most interesting man in the world. How? Because he does interesting shit. So like none of it having to do with women. Height, or uh, none of it having to do with height. <laughs> yeah. Or, or height. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my, my point is is like do your thing and and like people want to be around you and you meet good people and, and it's not always about what the bimbo on Fresh and Fit has to say. Yeah. What I will say though is you should become familiar, and I think that was the part that the 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 I would say the over the overarching overarching arcing or arching the overarching theme in Hammerhand's video and and his criticism of Brett Cooper is men should become familiar at least. With Briefold's law, are you familiar with Briefold's law? No. Briefold's law is, I, I, you're familiar with Briefold's law. You probably just never heard, the, heard term, that term. the terminology. So Briefold's law is basically that women determine the conditions of romantic relationships, <coughs> and and women 
only have use for something they only have use for a relationship that they derive some sort of benefit from so okay. those are the two components of brief law. women dictate the terms and conditions of romantic relationships and they have no use for something that they don't derive benefit from yeah so when you hear Brett Cooper basically I wouldn't say she was trashing men but it, it was it, it, it was on the verge of vitriol like with her criticism why is she doing that because she's seeing behavior and 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 tendencies in men that she derives no benefit from ergo she cannot determine the conditions of a hypothetical relationship with these men yeah women don't like that so be aware that just because women want it or just because women are interested in it doesn't mean it's right and doesn't mean you should be doing it. <laughs> and that it'll work for you. And that it'll work for now, you. Now, you it, might good say... Point, it, good point. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you might say, hey, well, you know what? Like, she makes valid points and I'm into her and I think that this will work for me. That's that's cool too. And, and you know, an example of Briefold's Law or like when women are displaying Briefold's Law... And it's also like in the form of a shit test is like when they're on some like a real man would do this yeah. or it's just like some men, some men capitulate to that type of shit and other men are like, oh, well, bitch, go, go find, find you a real man. Yeah. You like, like what, whoever dude is, yeah. I ain't on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's brief law on display because it's like. I'm deriving no benefit from this. Yeah. These, these are not the terms and conditions that I want. <laughs> I'm going to try to shame you into, like, mold you into those. No. Go find you a real man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and It's funny that you say that because I've seen this video with uh, Anthony Mackie where he's, like, talking to, what's the, the, the what's her name? She has a, a TV show, Big Old Knockers. She's kind of ugly though. Big knockers and a TV big, show. Big, big, uh, sh black chick. She she passed out. Oh, uh, <laughs> big knock. Uh, Wendy Williams. Oh yeah, Wendy Williams. The big knockers. <laughs> <laughs> I have no I, shame like, in this. It's like big knockers. She passed out. She's kind of ugly. Oh yeah, Wendy Williams. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> yeah. So so she was like. So he's like. He's telling her like yeah yeah so you know. If if I want my girl to give me a uh make me a sandwich, I'm like, make me a sand, make daddy a sandwich, and she's like, no 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 no, I'm like, wait, wait 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 wait, when a guy comes on some disrespectful shit, you expect me to smack the shit out of him, and then she's like, yeah, it's like um, when we go out to eat, you expect me to pay though, right? And she's like, yeah, and and then he's like, and uh, I think so something else. So he's like, you expect me to do this, right? And she says, yeah, he's like. Okay, cool. Well, then go make daddy a sandwich. <laughs> and it's like, it, 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 I understand that she's it's like, so you no no. So he's like, yeah. So you gonna make daddy a sandwich or what's up? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> and it was funny, but it was like, there's laws to like the like what what what, what we were saying earlier. Like there there there's a reason why men and women they're made to be together to an extent to to continue the, 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 the humanity, right? But there's also levels to it. Like, I don't expect a woman to go fight nobody if, if someone breaks in. I don't expect a woman to, to if, if we were living together, like, 
to cut the like I'll cut the grass. I'll do certain physical shit. I'm just gonna do right. So so these are the natural courses of of like what a man would do, what a woman would do. A lot of people have even a problem now to in today's day and age. Oh, those are gender roles. I don't have to follow the gender roles. I'm not saying, but what I am saying is like th- that's a natural predisposition. Like we've we've talked about like the job market. Right. Why do men have a natural uh, predisposition going into engineering, going to more physical labor? Women don't. Women go into uh, things that are more mental, more like nursing, more more like helping. These are the natural. These are the natural course of of like your gender. Like yeah. what you will lean towards. It's not that you as an individual will, but what you typically see. That's why you see uh, in relationships when the man is super masculine, the woman is super feminine, it usually works. Yeah. Because it's like it's the yin and the yang. But that shit's out of whack. Right. That's why I asked you. I was like, do you think it'll ever go back to. No. And yeah. Well, I don't. I don't yeah. So. And, and if it doesn't, well, th- that's the thing. Well, it, it, it'll be. It'll be very hard to to look at the the deal that you're getting as a man from a woman and be like, well, I'll settle for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's are you really getting a woman that's going to? And are you settling for less? Basically, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. So it's weird. Uh, someone who may be settling for less, and it's totally on him. Is Ron DeSantis. So there have been um, some polls that have come out recently that mainly after this this second charge that Trump just incurred, um, these the polls have shown that it bolstered Trump's uh, uh, his poll numbers bolstered. Ron DeSantis' poll numbers have gone down and we are getting into like a moment in what years past have dictated that if a person doesn't have a certain amount of approval in their polling, they don't get the nomination and DeSantis is in in that place. Almost to the point where some pollsters that I follow have said that it would take a lot of anomalies in order for him to end up getting that because uh, getting the nomination because he right now technically has a a downward trajectory. Trump has an upward trajectory. And it seems like the more they throw at Trump, the better he does. Yeah. Um. Granted, voting hasn't started yet. These are just polling numbers. But you usually don't see that much of... uh, You don't don't see that much of uh, inconsistency between the polls and and the actual results in primary numbers. General election is different, but in primary numbers, they're usually pretty consistent with one another. How bad is this for Ron DeSantis? And has Ron DeSantis potentially destroyed his political career? Yeah. Uh, well, I hate to say that I told you so, but I told you so, Ron. Um, 
I think that the play for him should have been bow out, see what happens, stay true to the Trump base, to Trump, really made your career. Um, you didn't. You went, and I don't know what you thought was going to happen. This is a rock star of the political realm, not not other Republicans. Like, what other politician do you know flies his fucking Air Force Trump <laughs> lands and then fucking proceeds to have a concert level type fucking shows really like rallies like this is rock star shit and so you you going into this should have thought like okay well this is what this is the route and like there has been none of that i haven't even heard of a rally i've seen certain things it's like really small yeah and one of the most damning things about the whole thing is that the more exposure Ron DeSantis gets the worse he's doing and it should be the opposite yeah like he his poll numbers were better prior to his announcement than they are now yeah but but Ron is a typical politician I'm not saying there's anything bad with that um but people will put him in next to Mike Pence and be like oh well this is just another Republican yeah and so you have to have thought about that too so so um i don't i don't know i i don't know what his thought process was because it was gonna be hard one of the pollsters that i follow he has this theory that ron was coerced by the establishment republicans because of how much they hate trump yeah i think i think a lot of it did have to do with that based off of certain names we've heard yeah from the and it's just like they basically like, dude, you gotta run, you gotta run, you gotta run. You 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 know, they all almost like basically forced him to yeah. do it. It makes you wonder, um because there's there this is what what I wonder. The way they're throwing everything at Trump. And I revert back to that Charlie Kirk theory of the left feeling like whatever they did in 2020, they're not going to be able to get away with it again in 24. I wonder if the establishment Republicans feel the same way as the left in that sense. Like, not only are, are is the left not going to be able to get away with that again, but... Trump is going to be back with such a vengeance that he's going to destroy the left and the establishment Republicans because they basically bailed on him too. So it's like we really need somebody to run against him. And in this case, their strategy is, all right, well, Ron DeSantis, he's the man for the job. And and maybe they legitimately thought that that he would be like because you know the the way that they think especially the establishment because look at look at the way that Ben Shapiro rationalized Ron DeSantis when he expressed his support for him yet another thing that like Ben Shapiro is totally wrong about and and Milo Yiannopoulos is totally right about yeah but yet Ben Shapiro like is like so pious when it comes to to Milo Yiannopoulos like he's so much beneath him but there's many instances where like 
Milo has like destroyed Ben Shapiro's logic on things, and this seems to be one yeah. of them. And we remember in that episode, we made that comparison between how Yiannopoulos sees DeSantis versus how Shapiro sees DeSantis. And you get that. Like, it seems like the elite establishment types, I feel like they forget about that in the intangibles. Like, that, yeah. like you said, the, that rock star element. Yeah. The element of like low key being like an outlaw. Like Trump is like now like man, I'm like I'm like on some like outlaw type shit. Yeah. People like that. We don't forget like Jesse James was like considered like a hero. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So and the guy that assassinated him was considered a coward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you think about that stuff and it's just like Sometimes you elite establishment types, you forget about this. And basically, from what we know about DeSantis' campaign, everybody that's rocking with him is an elite establishment type. Yeah. And the, the, supposedly, a lot of them had links with the Lincoln Project. And I found it funny because when when Ron first said that he, he was running, the Lincoln Project kind of ran an ad against him. But I think that that was all like, uh, like some mental warfare type shit where like they want you they know that people aren't friendly to them so they're gonna just say no 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 mm. but probably underneath it all like, oh, here because yeah. like to me I, I like there's been links to to like them liking Ron yeah and like they're a Republican outlet so like if not him who the fuck are they yeah. gonna rock with uh, I, well, I, I didn't well, buy two, it I could see well one thing I could see though because and I think we talked about this briefly before, either in a phone conversation or maybe on the show. I could see them not rocking with him because the Lincoln Project is is very tied to like the McCain Republicans, and you know they're all warmongers. Yeah. So I think maybe when Ron expressed how he felt, because I did like his uh, how he his stance on like the whole Ukraine thing. Yeah. Maybe that's when they kind of like like backed off of him. I could see or that. I, I yeah. could see that because they. I remember like the Liz Cheney's and the Adam Kinzinger's. Oh, they were so disappointed in Ron DeSantis when he when what what he he basically uh, 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 said it was a, a territorial like, like a, yeah, dispute. Yeah, exactly. Like he, they looked at it like, oh, he's delegitimizing it, and, and he called it a territorial dispute. And it so, is a territorial dispute, no doubt, and and uh, so I wonder if like they backed off of him because I seen ads prior to that where they actually were saying they, yeah they, like we're rocking with him yeah you know? so it, maybe it was that but I agree with everything you said and what I would say is the one who's playing smart is Gavin Newsom because we pretty much knew that the 2028 matchup was going to be Newsom versus DeSantis. Like, it was yeah. basically like, that's going to be 2028. Biden yeah. wouldn't be able to run again, and then he'd be old as fuck. Trump wouldn't be able to run it. Well, if he loses this time, he wouldn't be able, he would be able to run again, but he'd also be very old. Yeah. So basically, we knew 2028 was going to be Gavin Newsom versus, versus Ron DeSantis. And what's Gavin Newsom doing? He's playing his part. He's yeah. not. He hasn't even expressed anything about running for the Oval Office. 
He's been chilling, destroying yeah. California, yeah, and, 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 and doing his leftist demonic thing, you know. But he's he's doing it like, and and because he knows, yeah, I'm I'm next in line. I got this. Like it's on me next. Like, yeah, no doubt. But like, meanwhile, this goofy, you might be destroying yourself because you've officially this is without a shadow of a doubt you've ruined any chance of getting a Trump endorsement. So yeah. However good Trump does, whether he wins the election or loses, if he wins, he's by far definitely 100% unequivocally the kingmaker. If he loses, he still could be the kingmaker. We don't know that yet yeah. because they've been trying to like swing that whole, oh, his picks in the midterms didn't do good. I think there was some fuckery, but we'll see because if it was about candidate quality, explain to me John Fetterman. Yeah, nobody can explain that one, right? So and explain to me Katie Hobbs. Hey, explain yeah. to me those two, and and then maybe I could rock with because like Cortez Masto, Cortez Masto, and and Adam Laxall in Nevada. I'll give you that one, but then Lombardo won for governor in in uh, in um, in 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 Nevada, and then Blake Masters versus Mark Kelly. Blake Masters by far was the greatest one out of all of them running. Yeah. By far he would have been like 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 the top G senator. Yeah. But I could see how maybe he was like a little bit extreme. Like like he's like too advanced for people, yeah. I think maybe. So, not extreme. Uh, uh, let me rephrase. He too advanced is is what I meant. I'll give you those. But Katie Hobbs and uh and um and Fetterman, there's no explaining that. There's no, there's just nothing, nothing. Unless you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Katie, what was the the lady Katie, the Republican that Katie House was running against? She was the newscaster. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember her name. Damn, Katie Hobbs, uh, opponent. Fuck, I'm trying to think. I try to remember like without I'm gonna using, be pissed too. Without using my phone to like jog my memory, but uh I carry Carrie Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh yeah. Carrie Lake was way better of a candidate. Amazing. Amazing. Good better speaker, not scared. Almost easily would have become like the governor of, of like like almost easily. Well, remember how she was saying she like basically like wanted to make DeSantis look like a leftist. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. So that, that that explains it right there. So, not about candidate quality, but they've been trying to swing like, oh, Trump's not the kingmaker. Trump's not the kingmaker. Well, if he wins, he unequivocally will be the kingmaker, and if he loses, he still may be the kingmaker. And you're not going to get that endorsement, Ron. And now, you go back to Florida. And after your tenure is done, you may fade into obscurity when yeah. otherwise you were, everything was looking up for you. So it's very interesting how things are going to play out. Granted, no vote has been placed yet. We don't know how it'll pan out at the end of the day. It's but as of right good. now, it's not looking good. Yeah. And we've kind of been ahead of this the whole time, I would yeah. say. No. I would say. So that's very interesting. And I give kudos to us for our analysis because yeah. it's basically playing out the way that we predicted. Um, 
wrapping up the episode, final segment of the episode. I don't know if people are familiar. Uh, if you listen to us, doesn't necessarily mean you listen to No Jumper podcast because it's two very different shows. But No Jumper is a podcast. It's more hip hop based. A lot of debauchery on that podcast. A lot of interviews of like a lot of no name rappers. A lot of uh, like the criminal type rappers. A lot of OnlyFans chicks, porno chicks. The main host of the Known Jumper podcast, Adam Twenty Two, he is involved in the porn industry. Um, something about his personality is like very dead to me. Like, do you know? Like, he has like a very like dry kind of dead personality. Yeah, definitely, I, not, definitely not a guy that I, I would ever want to hang out with. No, definitely not. Um, so there are these theories online of people that say that he's like an implant from the government, that he's a fed, that he's like been put there to like kind of sow debauchery in society. Like the Bud Light CEO? Who <laughs> <laughs> was ex-CIA? Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. And, and so like that type of stuff. Um, that's all conspiracy theory. Like I don't have any evidence to suggest any of that stuff is true or whatever but what i will say anecdotally is that i've noticed across media mainly in like uh uh like from like period like uh uh written periodicals um not so much like on the on like the the, the mainstream media on the tv but in the written periodicals i have noticed a, 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 I would say a push a push to make cuckoldry more widespread like it, it, it and, and it's like kind of starting to begin to normalize it to an extent and on No Jumper Podcast Adam22 recently came out and said that his girl or his wife or what it's his wife actually of seven years or they've been together seven years. I don't know if they've been married seven years, but they've been together seven years. He's allowed her to, or they've agreed upon, as he phrased it, to let her do a porn scene with another dude. She's from that industry also, yeah. but that's kind of like, I would imagine once you're married, that's over with. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. For the normal people, I guess. And not only did he express this, and and the other people that were on uh, on the podcast with him as he expressed it, they completely like shilled. None of them like had any pushback. They were all like, "Oh, it's about the money," and and man, you doing the that shows growth. And that's what killed me was one of the guys. He said that shows growth. <laughs> like if this is like some sort of like advanced. <laughs> way of operating yeah that shit's wild so so she she was uh she had an only fans or she was actually in porns i i think like only fans i i don't i don't know if she's like i don't know a lot about these people like to me what's interesting is like the cultural ramifications of of these things yeah like making it making like normalizing it number one and two the lack of pushback. Yeah. Well, he said he said uh, because I saw it on World Star. He said uh, 
yeah, you know, I felt like I could intellectualize it. But I felt like kind of bad afterwards, though. After it all happened, I just felt bad. I was like, well, no shit, dumbass. It's your girl getting plowed by another man. What do you What do you think? So I don't know. I don't know why there is a push for that. Um, and they also they they push for uh, what do they what do they call it? Uh, not not a like a non-monogamous polyamory polyamorous relationship or non-monogamous <clears throat> um or I'm in a non-monogamous I seen that a lot back then with the dating apps that was a thing I'm in a non-monogamous 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 when did this become norm and also like well I don't know cuz obviously back then Well, I don't know. I sh- I should have I should have made a profile as a chick to see if guys are using pronouns, just to see, like just to study it, you know. Yeah. Cause I know women, they'll just they're all for that shit. I'm a he she or I'm a he she. I'm a I'm a she her. Yeah. And like, I'm not. I don't give a fuck about that. But I, I'm I a think him. pronouns is 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 a far reach from cuckoldry though. Yeah, but it's all part. To me, it's all part of the the emasculation of men because I feel like all this gender fluidity how is women using pronouns I I would say I would definitely say a man that uses pronouns is is an emasculated man but women using it like that's just stupidity on their part stupidity but I think that they're normalizing it see we're looking at it from our age group we're not looking at it from the high school kids yeah, that's going true. into the like their early 20s. You're really like making this normal where like from from their teens to forward. So uh, to me it's emasculating. It ain't going to emasculate us. Like, we know what the fuck we are. We know what the fuck we're about. Fuck that. I don't subscribe to that shit. Fuck you. The, the there's a I don't know if you've seen that kid that got a uh, <laughs> suspended cuz he had a shirt that said two genders. There are two genders. Poor kid. Like, it's your child. That's crazy. You they suspended him. They suspended him from school. That's wild. And, and so, to me, like, all this cuckoldry and all this shit, I think it, it, it... I would be, like, proud of my son if he got suspended. Yeah, I know. Shit. <laughs> yeah, like, damn, like... I'll buy him a trip. Yeah. Like, somewhere. Where do you want to go? Disneyland? <laughs> because they, they don't believe in two genders either. No, but, like... I would I would wanna like I'd be cool hey kick it kick it with me man like shit you you got expelled for a good reason but it's like all this stuff I feel is to I don't know if it's to feminize men or to make men or to to, to make them less masculine but I feel like it's towards that like making men soft yeah, and and kind of making men yes men. See, because the thing is, women are naturally soft. Women are the type to subscribe to shit if it's in vogue. Men yeah, are the ones who push malleable. back. They're malleable. Like women are malleable. They could Very be malleable. convinced to do shit. Yeah, it reminds you of that Game of Thrones uh, scene where, where uh, what the fuck, uh, King Joffrey? Mm-hmm. He's like, my mom and my wife don't want me to kill this man. But they have hearts of women. (laughs) (laughs) She made me laugh. But it's like, to an extent, it's true. Women accept a lot more. And and it's, in a way, they're 
in a way their superpower for yeah, being it, women. It, it could it could and should be like ba- a balancing. Yeah, thing. like it's the balance between men and women. It, it, it would it would it, like you could say that to an extent. It could be their strength, but then like men, they're, they're the type to like um, push back on shit. Yeah, and so you're starting to see younger men be cool with the status quo and accepting of the status quo. And I think this is another way of, of the, the, the whole cuckold thing. The, oh, well, you know, your girl's everyone's girl. That yeah. should just be accepted. Like, you're just in a polyamorous relationship. You're, you're fine. Everything's going to be okay. You're such a bigot. Like, why do you... Why are you so... Judging, yeah, shame, all that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like... It's all this shaming of, of what we think as men or what we feel as men. But... It all it, it sh- there should be pushback towards that and like there's a lot of people calling Adam Twenty Two a cuck and like making fun of him on on well, Twitter. Well, he is a cuck. Yeah, that's the definition of a cuck. Like, but letting being okay with like your woman being rotted out by another man. That, yeah, that's the definition of a cuck. But they're doing it in a way like where they're like it's Trying not to make a good it, thing. Like almost cool or some shit. Yeah. Well, he's doing it like it's cool. People have reacted to it and they're like. That shit is whack. What are you on? You fucking cuck? Yeah. Fucking simp? And it's like, you see that, like, you're not, you don't see women. Like, think about it. On on, on forums, on YouTube videos, on, on, on anything online, the people who do a lot of the pushback are men. Yeah, women, that's what I'm saying. Like, women today, like, they feel like shame shouldn't exist. Yeah. Like, shame is... You know, and, and that was what was cool about uh, that video you sent me from Sneeko where where he's in the East and he talks about, like, the importance of shame. Yeah. And and it is true. It's just like, man, you always... But, again, that ties into what I said earlier about, about Dr. Jordan Peterson talking about how we are now starting to see the effects in society of birth control because now it's like it opened the door for all of this stuff. Yeah. You know, the, the destabilization of family, the destabilization of relationships. Once it destabilizes, it opens it up to these types of things. Like, yeah. this is crazy. And it seems to be more widespread. And I, I don't know. Like, I mean. A lot of it, I think, is psychological. Um, and I think that strong minds cannot be broken into. Like, and so you have to work. If there's anything about all this stuff that, that I would say is like, in order for you to have a strong mind, you have to have a, a strong will and, and, and practice what you preach, like actually do it. Because when people come and tell you what they think, or what, you don't have to accept that. Yeah. You can accept that they think that. I can accept. I accept a lot of things that a lot of people think because you think that. That's fine. Yeah. That does not mean I am going to subscribe to that mode of thought. Right. It's imp- you have to have a core philosophy, a worldview, and a value system. Yeah. And, and and what do we see in culture always being attacked is those three things. And so, to me, that that's where shit like this is like. Of course, the guy who's always promoting whack-ass rappers that don't bring anything to the table, fucking, uh, and like you said, the show, a lot of debauchery, and you know what, I'm ashamed 
of uh, I'm pretty upset about uh, what's that one dude that, that that's Sharp? real cool Sharp yeah the, the, the pimp guy yeah I was like oh I'm sure he's gonna have some, he's gonna have a field day and you're like nope he, he shilled didn't. he totally shilled yeah. he was like oh yeah man you know she ain't going nowhere so you gotta get that bag now and yeah. it's just like Believe it or not, one of the analysis that I heard that was actually pretty decent, totally surprised from this person, uh, the academics, because yeah. I don't really like fuck with a lot of what he says or, or just him in general. I, I think like he I, I just feel like I want to hit him in the <laughs> face. Like I just that's just the feeling I get yeah. when I see him is like I just want to hit him in the face. Yes. Like you remember in Step Brothers, it's like you just have a face that I just want to hit square. Yeah. It's like he's like, oh, well. I'm sorry if I could change that. I will. Like, yeah. like, uh, so no, I don't think you can. I just want to. I just want to punch your face. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the feeling I get when I see academics. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, and and I usually don't rock with anything he says, and then maybe that's why I have that feeling that I want to yeah. hit him. <laughs> but uh, in this particular case, he did say something that I do agree with. He said at a certain point. Like at the point that Adam twenty two is with money, like whatever money comes from this, because I guess like now a lot of people are gonna subscribe to his wife's OnlyFans to see her getting Blizzy destroyed. Will it matter? Will it, that much more matter now? Because you're already rich. Not at so, all. Like, so like, how much more is it gonna matter? Like, when you're is is, is you being a cuck worth whatever money? And and like a world wide like known worldwide as a cuck not just like oh a few people know he's a cuck or you no, yourself you, he's you the face yourself, of cuckoldry you ba basically yeah, yeah like he's basically the most prominent cuck that yeah. that's out there of all time uh, thus far yeah <laughs> thus far yeah i would say i would say so um but yeah that's that it's this is just weird to be like uh and you know what? I, I could have seen because because uh, DJ Academics, he's he he kind of he he consumes red pill content. I think that what I don't like about him, and I think it's probably in the same realm as you. One in a way, he's kind of like Adam Twenty Two when it comes to rap. Uh, you're like a nerd, so you don't even know about street shit. But then you try and talk about these street rappers, but it's like low IQ low IQ street shit that nobody gives a fuck about. Like yeah. all these rappers with their fucking oh I'm a I'm a gangster and, shut the fuck up and I find that like I I never agree with his assessments no, yeah I they're trash say, yeah they're trash his music like the shit that he covers is trash um and and and, and to me a lot of it it's like all the, it's like you're the TMZ of whack street rappers and nobody gives a fuck about and they're gonna die next week anyway cause yeah, they're gonna cause, get shot up cause even that shit that he had with Joe Budden it was interesting but it was like bombastic it wasn't like you didn't get a lot of value from it it was just like oh it's kind of interesting Joe yeah. Budden academics but what was that like everyday struggle or some shit like that yeah but uh yeah it's just I'm not I'm just yeah. not a fan of dude, but I will say I I I thought his his assessment was solid when it came to this. Yeah, because you're you're like like you said you're Adam twenty two. You're way past the dollar signs that it would take, and and it's true. Like, and that's what these dudes were like. That's how they were rationalizing. Oh, you got to get the bag, but like, you're talking to a dude that's rich already. Yeah. Like, so he's your boss. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about here? 
to me, that was just yes man shit. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, because there's no way the sharp for real really believed that shit was cool. I mean, nah. I, yeah, like from everything I gather from him, I would have never thought that. But and I really was kind of low key looking forward to like a little pushback, even though if you're not gonna get buck wild because like this is your boss. Yeah. But even if he would have said something along the lines of like, yeah, I mean, to each his own. It ain't for me, but to each his own. I would have even respected that, you know. But like he basically was like co-signing that shit. Nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah, like I would have a hard time because like, if I if I fuck with you for real, and you do some shit like that, like like someone in our in our friend circle, like, bro, just be happy that I just was like, oh, well, teach their own. Be happy I, I said I that. I fucking destroyed them. Yeah. <laughs> that the jokes would be endless. Like that shit would be. I, the jokes would be endless. Yeah. I would never stop. That would <laughs> never, never stop joking. Uh, like you know how like like, You're like roasting them. You're you know how roasting we have him? jokes like 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 from from like some of our trips and shit that like they'll never like yeah. go away. Yeah, that would be one. I would just never stop like yeah. destroying, dude. Like because there's just no going back from that. I would try like I'll try to be the balancing act here. Like you're gonna be the asshole. I'll just be that's like That's not asshole, that's real life no, shit. I like, fucks with it. Uh, I fucks with it. I really wanna be that person. But it's like But why wouldn't you? I feel that we can't team up on this person. Man, right, fuck it. we're going in. I'm going We're going, going in I'm going Denzel <laughs> at the end of training day where he's getting lit up by the Russians or or Terry Crews in, in street kings as a <laughs> like nah hell no come on nah. you know what fact, you just convinced me but in fact like the way we are I doubt if we knew somebody that was on they'd never tell us hell they'd never no. tell us the way, never see it they'd never tell us like the way we are like they just nah they'll be like because they know us. they it's, know it's you gave me ammo it's like that time at, at that at that party where that 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 dude came out close to you and like he rubbed your face oh, and yeah. then and then and then you you were so uncomfortable <laughs> You were so, so a little quick story before we close out the podcast. I'll make it very quick. So we were at a birthday party for one of our friends many years ago. It was at this lounge. So there's this dude. I'm not going to say any names, but there's this dude that is not really like our friend, but he's a friend of that friend of ours. And there's always been uh, speculation that he may be gay not confirmed yeah. nobody likes him any less because that's true that because that may be true nobody's ever treated him any differently but there was just always that speculation yeah he's always had the utmost respect to us and we've always had the utmost respect to him that's how we are as people i'm sitting there minding my business but you're sitting there minding your business and i'm not near you at this time at the party because it's a yeah. big lounge there's people i'm mingling yeah. i'm talking to different people i haven't seen in a while this that, and the third and this guy comes in so yeah. i'm making my way towards him to greet him but i'm not quite there yet and yeah. you're significantly closer to him than i am yeah you're kind of across yeah like the room you're yeah. across the room but you're looking i didn't know this though right you didn't know that i was looking and so he walks up to you he you greet him like manly yeah like we all oh, what's up, bro? Like we all greet each other yeah but he He's fit to greet you differently. Yeah. And he... And, but I'm, I'm, like, sitting down. Right. So, like, so, he kind of... He's short. A lot shorter than me, but I'm a pretty tall man. So, so like, we're kind of the same size at the time. Maybe he's a little taller. 
So I'm, I shake up with him, and then he's like, man, I haven't seen you in a while, bro. It's good to see you. And, and with the back of his hand, so <laughs> picture this audience, this the, the back of your hand, so so not the not the palm side, but the, the top side, the, the, in this like the case. The back I'm, of the, the fingers. The back. He rubs it. He caresses it really. Yeah. It was more ever so gently. Ever so gently across your right cheek. And and I kind of shake. I kind of like you get are a frozen, bit. and your color drops, and like you're <laughs> the most uncomfortable probably that I've ever seen you, and you have no idea what to do because I could tell inside oh. you there was like an internal conflict, like to hit him. Yeah. But then it's like I know this person, and yeah. he's always been friendly to me so i don't want to do that but like why the fuck did you just do that to me that's you every that's like the best way i could describe yeah. your your appearance at that moment so he moves he moseys on to greet other people and you're, i stay still and you're left there stilled frozen stunned and i would say i'd even venture to say a little traumatized <laughs> <laughs> and but then you're like all right well that 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 horror show is over with fuck let me start scanning the room to see if anybody saw this shit because this shit is like not cool whatsoever and like let me just maybe be able to like men in black myself to forget it and then like that shit is over with never happened so you scan the room and thus far you're like i would say you get to about 50 percent, and you're okay nobody's seen it nobody's like making a thing about it nobody's like making an uproar nobody's making eye contact with me boom you make it to 65 percent. all right i'm good real decent you make it to 80 percent. all right nobody i'm good i'm i'm almost in the clear you make it to 90 percent good there's nobody nobody sees anything you make it to 95 percent. oh shit nobody's seen me i'm almost there you make it to 98 percent, and then you see me yeah <laughs> and you're shaking your head like like in a yes motion <laughs> yeah a yes motion it's and, and, smiling. Like, and like very antagonizing yeah and smiling ear to ear like you're gonna tell the whole world about exactly this. and i'm like and and i go up to you and Totally baselessly, I say, I fucking knew it. (laughs) 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 I don't know what you're talking about, man. Fuck you. And then I'm like, and then, and then I'm like, I'm going to tell Ernie. And then I go to the person that arguably (coughs) is going to make the biggest deal about this at the party possible. Yes. Our friend Ernie. And it's just, it's been an inside joke between us ever since. But. It's just like one of those things yeah. where like it's like you never let let down. In that case, this is a joke at your expense, but like of no fault of your own, yeah. which that's like the tragedy of it. Like I'm you a victim. You you are you are <laughs> you very much are a victim in this. But in the friend, in the case of the hypothetical friend that's a cuck, nah, they're just getting like just yeah totally destroyed. Yeah, because I could see like me trying to be cool about it, but then like if he gets real sassy, I'm like, "But you're a cuck, though. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> and then he has no no I, way. I mean, I, I mean, I be like, "Cuck, say what?" <laughs> <laughs> if you keep upsetting me, I'm gonna be next in line. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, we would go, we 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 would go ham. I'm not even gonna lie. 
I'll try to be nice. <laughs> but then I'll be like, man, this is too fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.